Coming to you back on the Zoom airwaves. Not ideal, but we're still giving you our best. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your host, Drunk Shy Sox fan. And Hot Take Tommy. So on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, we are going to go in the Wayback Machine all the way back to April 1st. We're going to talk through every game that has been played so far, give you the hard-hitting analysis we always do. You already know. All the ups, <laughs> the downs, the ridiculous takes from Tommy mm-hmm. and pseudo deep analysis from myself (laughs) all of this brought to you by us yeah and only us so rate review and subscribe you motherfuckers seriously though (laughs) and nicely let me ask nicely since you're being a meanie already tom (laughs) also you look so tired you look so tired on the i was fine until you know get this this is this is about is a horrible thing i'm about to say i was fine until i sat down and started talking to you now i'm tired yeah that's fair <laughs> i'm an exhausting human being i will admit <laughs> no so I, if, if you I'm don't beat. find me as exhausting as tommy and you don't find tommy as exhausting as i do <laughs> you should go subscribe to us on itunes uh please rate review and subscribe to the sons of honarchy podcast yeah we're follow gonna... us on Twitter and Instagram as well at Sons of Honarchy. H A H N A R H C Y. Oh, wait. C H Y. Spelling is hard at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. I was like, following. You guys know how to spell it. I, I sure hope so. I. Because that didn't help anybody just now. Um, yeah, so there's that. We're going to be asking you guys to rate, subscribe, and review because, you know, you're supposed to do that on a podcast. I, I've heard you're supposed to do that. So that's what that's what I guess the good podcasts do, right? Yeah, so we just want to try to copy it because, you know, we're we're trying to get there. We're, we're going to get there one day. We're going to be a good podcast one day, Steve. I it's think true. That'll happen, I think. You want know we even if we're me, I, I just want to be mediocre at best. You know that would be that would be ideal, right there. I want that sweet I want to be yeah. I want to be sixty percent, a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Fuck you, Aker man. Also, a new drinking game that I'm going to create for this podcast at some point is anytime I make a movie reference or a music reference, just oh, take God. a shot. No, you're going to kill people, Steve. That's not. It's not. It's not good. Well, luckily, we're not a movie and music podcast, Tom. So we yes. should talk about yes. our baseball team. We should talk about the Chicago White Sox. We should talk about this team that uh, just came back home on Thursday after a seven-game road stretch um, on the West Coast. Um, well, like I do have to say, game. I called it. Yeah, it felt so long. It felt ridiculously long. All those late games, Tom, I, I may be sounding like an old man now, but... It was exhausting. It was very exhausting. It's too much. Too much for this old blood. Who's more of an old man, you or me? That's the real question. <laughs> um, let's see. That's a good that's actually I mean, well, you've got about like thirty points straight in the bank right away without having hair on your head. So that's okay. You have thirty points straight in the bank for having a wife, a home, and a dog that you treat like <laughs> A child. Yes. So the, the the child is at the spa today getting his uh getting his good haircut. God. <laughs> he's getting treated right. You know, he's gonna he 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 gets a little bandana when he when he comes out. Spoiled so, ass. He's getting his teeth brushed. 
He's getting his his nails not clipped, grinded because you know you got to be gentle with with the guy. That's a thing. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. No. You grind the the nails instead of, and it's like filing basically. It's it's a. It's My a mind thing. is completely blown. It's, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> Yeah, so um, he's getting himself treated. You know, this is good that we <laughs> that we're actually talking about how I do love my dog, because last episode when you were here, we you basically were letting your dog choke on plastic silverware. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was not ideal. Um, but he's he's fine. He's alive. He's uh, he's getting himself treated today. So he uh, he actually hates it. So he he's gonna come back and punish me for putting him through this ball because. Fair, yeah, fair. Last that. time we were together too, we were live, and I do want to say there were multiple people, Tom, who commented, who came in, who who really enjoyed it, and yeah, there were requests for us to go live again soon. So we'll definitely no. have to do that soon. That was later. it. Was really fun. Um, it was not fun when we <laughs> had some technical difficulties, uh, and literally thought we were live for the second portion of the pod, and we just now so. I know how the one hundred and eight guys felt during the tournament when their streams kept dropping. Yeah, and they're like, "What the fuck?" But it's like, no, it's really annoying. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk baseball, Tom. Since that's what we're basically here to do, we're here, we're here to kind of shoot the shit a little bit too. Yeah, but... no, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, last time we were together, it was opening day, and, mm-hmm. and that was a heartbreaking loss. I'll say that much. Yeah, it, uh, man, it it didn't feel good. It didn't feel good. It, it felt great through what was it like seven and a half, seven, seven and a half. It felt great. And then all of a sudden shit started like falling apart. And it was like and it wasn't even like like you want to hang it on bummer. You can't, though. No, you just can't. absolutely not. Defense was atrocious. Um, yeah. It make, and that makes it so much worse. It's just like, ah, man, like your dude is out here pitching well and he he tried to hang the loss on himself too it's like no dude don't do that like it wasn't you like he, yeah. he was he was trying to say like uh no i should have pitched better like honestly like i didn't get the outs and that's what matters and it's like no you did get the outs that you literally handed them on a silver platter to the rest of the team and they were just like nah fam i, I want to lose this game so right right i mean geo shoved man i mean two hits and both of them i mean that's the thing that sucks right uh two hits <laughs> Both of them. Well, one of them was a big bomb. The other was uh, an Upton RBI single. Um, so you really can't complain. I mean, he pitched no. really well to Trout. He pitched really well around Rendon, too. Yeah. Um, he, it's a sneaky had, good lineup. It's a sneaky good lineup. Oh, it's not sneaky, man. I mean, it, you're really <laughs> Fletcher, contact guy, Otani, Tanks, Trout, best player in baseball, Rendon. Still one of the best third basemen offensively and defensively. Justin Upton is, I thought, was a little overcooked, but he can still play. Albert Pujols is overcooked. (laughs) 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 But then the back end of that lineup, too. Iglesias, Stassi, Fowler on opening day. Like, yeah, don't sleep on that. It'll work. It'll work. Well, I say sneaky good because their record always seems to be in the basement. Like, or under 500 or thereabouts and it's like why, why are they well don't forget their bullpen outside of Rossiel Iglesias sucks it's, and then their rotation trash. is so suspect 
Yeah. And then that's the thing. If you're going to beat the the angels, you're going to have to throw up a fucking 12 spot on them. Like anyway. So well, and we did on Friday. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It was a, a great <laughs> outing um, for um, for our offense. I should say it wasn't a great outing for Dallas Keuchel. I mean, he no, looked meh. He looked meh. He looked and meh, be- and he's looked meh again. So I, I will say this. Don't expect a two ERA year out of Dallas Keuchel. You're not going to get it ever again. Not in, a hun- not in a full season sample. There's no way. I know he used to be a former Cy Young Award winner, but his type of pitching just doesn't play at his age anymore. Um, and in this day and age of baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Luckily, the White Sox were going up against the lefty that night in Andrew Heaney and absolutely destroyed him. Yeah. So as they should. And that was exactly what you needed after the, after the opening day game where you're just like hanging your head after, man, it was so depressing. It really was so depressing because it felt, and it was, it was literally the highest high and then the lowest low followed by just shelling Heaney, which is, you know, that's exactly what my heart needed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So Kopech got the dub that night. Um, he looked awesome. Um, oh God, it Kopech, was good. Kopech is fucking back. Yeah. On a yeah. whole other level. I, I'm telling you, man, Darth Vader. You Darth you Vader, were right Kopech. about that. You were right about that. And the the whole theory you have about him just like being like, fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to do it to the league now. Um, yeah, that's correct. That's exactly who he is. Um and every fucking White Sox fan is here for it. Like it's oh yeah, it's incredible, absolutely amazing. I I am so pumped. Uh, I've already pulled out the Kopech shirt already uh, that I bought in Cope. 2018 with Cope on it. The the Obama campaign knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> so that great. was that was a fantastic shirt. I bought that off bought some at the right dude. moment. Yeah, right. Or some random dude in the parking lot of that place uh, of, of that Rate. of that place that we <laughs> of our home stadium, <laughs> I should say. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right. Well, hey, let's talk Saturday's game where we lost five three. Yeah. Um, oh, this one was Evan Marshall. Tom, I want to hear your analysis on Evan Marshall. OK, uh, Evan Marshall. <laughs> he's pitched so well for us that I can't like hate on him for this one. And and here's the thing, he looked good in the inning and then gave up the bomb and didn't recover. Mm-hmm. You know, or gave up the hit and never recovered and then gave up the bomb and then it was just like, you know, for fuck's sake. But stretching back into 2019, he was pitching pretty fucking good. And you're just going to throw all that out and be like fucking trash. It, like first yeah. outing, like, come on guys. And, and again, like his stuff looked good. He just didn't rebound well after, after giving up a hit. Um, man, I mean, in, well, in the one, yeah, in the one inning he pitched, I mean, he gave up, he gave up three runs. He had three earned runs tagged to his name. He got the yeah. Walsh triple, which scored Rendon, who I believe he walked. And then Upton hits that two run bomb. Just got absolutely every bit of a pitch that a changeup that got way too much of the plate. Um, you can't you can't leave a changeup like his over the plate. It's got to it's got to be dipping. Um, so yeah, 
I mean, and, something to remember too is that the Sox had a three-two lead in this game, uh, going into the bottom of the eighth again, uh, yep. another lead, and then on top of that too, let's not forget what happened in the top of the third when Fletcher uh, scores on the Rendon pop. Yeah, it was Rendon pop out, which should have been out caught. Yeah, by yeah. our guy Luis. <laughs> Um, right in the dome. He called off TA. Right in the fucking um, dome. Which here's the thing too, and I'm gonna say this: Luis is is still a rookie. He's gonna make yeah mistakes. Yeah, but he's time. shown you that he is he has Gold Glove caliber stuff, right? Yeah. Um, that's without question. He can range, but there are going to be mistakes he's gonna make. That's one of them. It, it still is a very crucial mistake, uh, and I'm not gonna say that it wasn't. At the same time, I will say this about T.A. As much as, as great as his range is, as great as he is to, to get to spots that a lot of guys can't, he's got to stop he's, at some point. He's got to realize that the whole field isn't his. I mean, that's I, I want to agree with you, but at the same time, he literally had that ball. Like, true, he was, he was under it. Later that game, though, you know, I want to say it wasn't was it in the sixth, maybe seventh fly ball down the left field line. Behind third base, more so into shallow left T.A.'s over there trying yeah. to make a play. What the hell are you doing, kid? Use your head. That's not your area. <sighs> he he's the same. He wants to get everything, you know. Yeah, I guess it's that competitive nature. But sometimes I think that competitive nature gets in the way of him making Smart baseball decisions, you know. He wants he he wants to be smart smart baseball person, potentially a Hall of Fame baseball person at some point. <laughs> is that is that what Speaking you're trying to say? Hall, Hall of Fame baseball people too. I do have to say, like reflecting on these games and then um, going on to Sunday's game, the seven four loss, mm-hmm. uh, where Ruiz gives up the three run bomb to Jared Walsh. Um, what the heck was Larusa thinking with the bullpen management? I mean, what are you doing, man? He he can't get it out. Take him out of the ball game. Say oh, like for, for sure. I mean, the road at, during the road stand or home stand. You know, I I use that term road stand. Is that yeah. incorrect? No, but I whatever. Think road stint. I don't. Road stint. Who there fucking, you go. I, I guess that's know. a little bit better. Somebody rapped <laughs> on me for saying uh, road stand, and they're like road stand question mark, and I was like, sorry, I'm tired. This yeah. <laughs> These West yeah. Coast games have drained me. Um, They're hitting any, all of us. Yeah. Anyway, right? Like, think of this game, this Sunday game, right? Where you scratch, clawed, bit your way back. Yep. Um, to get one in the top of the ninth, um, off of a Iglesias throwing air. Yep. Um, Nick Madrigal's poor base running actually <laughs> saved them. Um, yeah. Where he got caught between the bags. And no, it Iglesias was throws it away. I literally wanted to be like. I wanted to comment on that and but I didn't want to take away from like it was a run in the ninth. And so like but he he literally made the wrong move and it paid off. So oh for sure, for sure. Um but then you bring out Jose Ruiz. Like, why is yeah. Jose Ruiz in, in this situation? Yeah, like man. okay, he <laughs> yeah, Fowler Fowler gets on. Mike Trout is next up, and you're thinking after Fowler gets on, he gets a single off Ruiz that Trout has to, like, you're pulling Ruiz, right? You're bringing in 
your guy. You're bringing in Liam Hendricks, right? The guy yes. that you're paying the big bucks too. Um, this is his kind of situation. It may but not the be game a save was, situation. The game was tied, Steve. It may not be a save situation, but goddamn, like this is this is your best reliever, you know? Yeah. From to, like from top to bottom, like this is your guy. This is your go-to guy. You're paying him the big bucks to be f- facing up against Trout in these situations, and uh, Ruiz got lucky. He got Trout out. But then what happens? Rendon gets on base. Walsh, yep. bomb. And and at no point does it cross Lil Russo's mind, hmm, maybe I should put in Hendricks. It's not a safe situation, Steve. You don't understand. Game's on the, the line. Game, the game was tied. So. Game's on the line. I know you're being sarcastic right now. I know you're being sarcastic <laughs> right now. You can't even. You no. 100% agree with me. Oh, like, no, a million percent. Like, come on. The whole one of the top billing reasons why you got this specific reliever is because he's not Alex Colomay, who can literally only pitch well in safe situations. Correct. He literally does not know how to pitch outside of a safe situation. It's proven. But correct. And say you say you get those outs. Say it's four, four going to the top of the 10th. Mm-hmm. And you need, and you get a, you scratch out another run in the tenth, yeah. A, and because the heart of your order was up, and, and then there's a stupid rule where you have a guy on second already. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah. And then on top of that, say you scratch scratch out a run, and you need Hendricks in the bottom of the tenth. He's he, there. He's, he's there. Can and he still can do pitch. That. He can exactly. still go. He's uh, that guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, think about the way he was used against us. He had so many fucking innings in that in that series against us in Oakland, and he just was he was ready to go. He was like freaking anyway. anytime, any situation, high leverage situation like that. There's and zero excuse. More than if one Hendricks, innings. If Hendricks is rested, you're putting him in. Yeah, and That's we what haven't because of the way that he's been used. And by that, I mean, because the way he's been not used, we haven't even fucking seen him, you know, like it's just disappointing, you know, like and and of all times to you, you hope that Larusa kind of learned something there, I guess. Right. I don't know. But well, it was wicked. Oh, well, that leads me to, to the one I'm going to hop. I'm going to hop here for a second on the Wednesday game. And obviously not just losing a lead, but losing the game. Yeah. Um Bad, 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 bad. I, yeah, that misuse of the bullpen, Larusa called himself out, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. But it did cost him a couple games. Like, yeah, no, it's been Larusa's manager war right now is like, Minus it's two. definitely like, yeah, like <laughs> it's seven, eight, eight games into the season. Yeah, you know, that's bad. So, yeah, I, I, that, that Wednesday game was a game we definitely should have won, but, you know, the Monday and Tuesday games, team look great. I mean, I'll, I'll let you rant on, on Monday and, and what happened on Monday. So if we're looking here, you know, you're, you're getting the sexiest game of the, of the year, like full stop. And, I, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you already know why. The Carlos Rodon. I was gonna say is on the mound. The chest hair. Yeah, he honestly he kind of kept it like hidden away a little bit. It was probably chilly in Seattle. You know, I got to give it to him. Just wait until June, July, and he's gonna have the extra button out, and it's just gonna be glory. Um, no, I I swear to God though, he looked really good, and like 
I thought it was going to be kind of one of those like games where you, you kind of have it and you're, you're like TWTW is what gets you across the finish line. But no, his stuff looked like it was getting people out and 10 K's, right? Or was it 11? Nine. He had nine. Okay, so 12 Ks. He was so <laughs> lights out, so lights out. My prediction before the game was seven Ks, seven innings. But I mean, obviously the K rate was higher, but less innings. I'll take it. You know, if you're lights out and you can hand off to Kopech like that, that's that's what you need out of your fifth guy. Like that is it. That's what championship teams get out of the bottom of their rotation. Is yeah, I quality think- fucking play. I'm worried that those those walks that he gave up are yeah. going to catch up with him on, on a team that can hit really well. You no, know, I, he literally walked like he had nobody on base, walked the bases loaded and got out of it, which like, like out, Cajones, outside of, but still like that's not ideal <laughs> outside of Han- outside of Hanniger, Nobody is hitting on this team. No, no one is hitting on the Seattle Mariners. So, yeah, Rodon looked very good against a very bad team. But hey. That's what the White Sox need to do, right? Games like Monday, games like Tuesday, you got to look really good against really bad teams. And Kopech, talk about K rates, right? This dude pit, pitched two innings, faced seven, pardon me, eight batters, um, gave up a hit, gave up a walk, but struck out five. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, it's too much, man. The, the league is not ready. I'm sorry. No, it's not, just no, not for not for Kopech. That's for <sighs> sure, man. I'm so glad they didn't trade him. Like, no yeah exactly and there was i think we called for a trade for him too at some point we were just like you know this is maybe if the price would have been right but i oh man i'm so high on him no he's 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 gonna be a a cornerstone like a hundred percent um yeah and you know speaking of cornerstones uh jose abreu with and i'm I'm moving ahead by the way yeah we didn't talk uh, about his first slam but the second slam, you know, he hasn't honestly, honestly, hasn't been hitting that great. But his RBIs, though, they're still <laughs> coming in. They're coming in strong. Yeah. I'm, here's the, his plate approach looks so bad, Tom. Luis it, looks like he has better plate approach right now than Jose. Yeah. Jose's out there swinging at everything. Yeah. And it's and, not that he's just swinging at everything, he's swinging like wildly off. On everything. Yeah, exactly. He's like off balance and stuff. So, I mean, everybody's been saying he's pressing. Everybody's been saying he's like trying to do too much. And that's why he's out here like that. And I don't know about all that. I think he's just like trying to get locked in. And, you know, maybe he just needs a couple knocks to to feel like, you know, settled, I guess. But what's the trend been? You know, he, he plays like kind of trashy at the start of the season and heats up like no, nobody's fucking business mid season and then just coasts. So, yeah, I mean the cold weather months, right? I, Jose Abreu is, uh, outside of his rookie year. I feel like it's kind of been infamous for warming up. You know, what just until hit me? later. What's up? Big brain right here. He comes Big out, brain. he comes out and he's swinging at fucking everything, right? He's literally just saying to himself, it's too fucking cold. Get me back in the dugout. Like, just swing at literally anything that looks remotely 
hittable and that's what he's doing so he's just trying to get on base or out of the game as quickly as possible so he can go hang out in the dugout until may you know so <laughs> end of may by the way so that's that's good hot take tommy logic right there you know i figured it out i figured it out there you go you know once adam angle is healthy and you can place him in left field here's where i'm going with this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give jose a day off Please what? give him a day off. No. Yes. His head's that. not in the right place. His Can't head is it. not in the right place. Put Vaughn at first for a day and have Angle play left. Obviously, Luis in center, Eaton in right. Like, as long as every, as long as Eaton and Luis stay healthy. Um, <laughs> because our outfield depth right now is depleted, to say the least. Depleted, yeah. I don't like... I, Nick Williams is, is a pretty good... <laughs> We'll get quadruple there. A. We'll get quadruple there. A. <laughs> when I saw him in the lineup for the Thursday game, yeah, which is the game I went to, which I was very excited to go to, and I know you were giving me shit, but I know you were just jealous. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent jealous. Yeah. Um, God, I saw Nick Williams in the lineup, and I said, "What is this 2018 Chicago White Sox nonsense?" There were That's exactly people- how I felt. Left and right saying, fuck this, fuck Larusa, fire Larusa, fuck everything. Like 2018 socks are back. And and I I understood why that logic was especially after well, the why, road stand. Why, and why especially giving... after that heartbreaking loss on Wednesday. Like I get it, but still, like why give him why give Andrew Vaughn the day off? I know he hasn't been hitting well. I get it. He has been hitting well. He's played he played not I think he played like six out of the seven roads games in the road stand. Like, look, like he's, he's also a kid, you know, he's younger than I am shit, you know, like I'm, I'm just not convinced it wasn't the wrong move. I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, look, it worked out, right? Like, I, well, he, <laughs> went, he, he, he went, he went over three. Well, yeah. So it worked out for the team, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um, and that's, I mean, ends justify the means, right? Like, well, everyone else performed. Thank God. Got a sick fucking Even dub. Like Danny Mendick, right? And I've been calling for this guy to be in the lineup. Dude. Um, yeah. The Yuri uh, legend is no more. Not a legend. Right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that's, I think that's awful. probably, I know this is like kind of stupid, but that's, that along with Carlos Rodon being back, those are the two main storylines for me. It's that Leary legend is unable to hit it out of the infield. It's like just been really sad, dude. Like he's fucking trying to get bunt hits and shit. It's like, dude, you're really pressing to try to get this fucking ball rolling. You, you lost something. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. He's at peak fun. He's at peak fun. He like used to be like a slapdick like kind of guy where he would just like throw it out there and like bloop it and like kind of just like make shit happen. And he doesn't have it right now. He I don't know. I don't know. And it's dude, I, I swear to you, it, it really is sad to me. Like I I, I know want, he's a he's a fan, he's a fan favorite. He's a fan but- favorite. He's been here for so fucking long. 
since Alex Rios left, he's been here. Like, let's, yeah. like come on. Like, but how keep can that in mind, too, right? Keep that I mean, in mind, too. This yeah. isn't 2015, right? Yeah. This isn't 2016. This isn't 2018 or 2019. You know, where you skipped 2017, but I mean, we all exactly. wanted to. So it's forgettable. <laughs> yeah. All I got to say is <sighs> it's time. It's time to move on from that era, you know? So if Danny Mendick is going to be a more productive player, if he's going to go three for three with a walk, then you yeah. put him in your lineup. <laughs> no, I, 100%. Well, especially while Tim's out. Yeah. No, in. Yeah. I, you're not going to get any argument from me. Like, I, I love Danny Mendick too. I, I love some Mendick, you know, and I cannot. <laughs> I just, I got nothing to say to that. I'm sorry. You, you, come on. His name's Mendick. Um, so <laughs> yes. But the way you said that, <laughs> I, I won't say it's not intentional. Um, I want to see him in the lineup though. Like I, you, uh, he, he's hungry. He's really proved himself over last year and and the start that he got this year it's like i mean you you can't argue with that it's the same logic with fucking the guy that we haven't said a damn word about you mean mercedes it's like you can't take him absolutely nuts you literally cannot for dh dh rest of the year right now until he starts to completely fall off the face of the earth which Which he will never do so it could happen it won't Um, happen he's a 28 year old career minor leaguer um he's a 28 year old but he hits he hits that's the thing is he hits right the reason why he never made it up is because his bat was never productive enough to justify him just being a dh right now it is and he obviously should not be catching which is fine You've yeah. got Collins, no, you've got Grundall. Yeah, so good. you don't have to it, have him catch. Your your mean has to be your DA train, like moving forward. Like I'm glad that at least that has been kind of figured out, right? Yeah, and you know, it's I, I I keep feeling like in the back of my mind, like you can't have him be just a DH, right? But no, you can. You, you can. You you can do that. He absolutely can be your DH right now. He's 28 already. Like just just let him succeed in the league in the position that was essentially made for him by the looks of it. Cause the reason everybody always said, Hey, the guy can hit, Hey, the guy can hit. Well, what position can he play? Well, he can't really play anything, but he can hit. Well, yeah, then just, he's literally in the American league. There is a position that is specifically for people who cannot field, but can hit. Let him fucking be this guy forever. And just close the book on it. Just say, you're not a position player. You're not a position player. That's fine, though, because there's a position for you and you're going to kick ass in that position. Thank you for explaining it to people who have never heard of baseball before, Tom. Yeah, you got it, dude. Anytime. I'm here for you. Um, (laughs) Um, But seriously, Thursday was awesome. Lynn absolutely shoving 11 Ks, no walks. You were there, dude. You were there. I'm sick of it, man. Moncada's homer in the first, back to back with Mercedes right after him. Stop it. What the fuck is wrong with people? Like, yes, you mean Mercedes Homer was fucking majestic, but I can't find a highlight of Yo-Yo's dinger on opening well, it's because, home opener. Well, it's because, you know, your mean basically hit one to the freaking Dan Ryan. Um, no, I get it, but but that's the table setter, right? I mean, th- those are your first two runs right there that set the table that, you know, yeah. on a on a 
tough pitch. He goes opposite field on it and and cranks it 421 feet over the fence. Goddamn right? gorgeous. Like, the, and the yo-yo hate in this damn organization is rampant. And I am sick of it, man. I'm sick of it. And I get it. I know you're and this is supposed to be your fucking pedestal that you're on. Ah, he's a bust though. And that's what I'm saying. People really believe it. People believe this, Steve. And K's K's is looking pretty bad right now. Like he definitely For sure. Uh, he had a very out. rough time, especially in uh Anaheim. Anaheim. Yeah. Um, but here's something to take into consideration, right? Uh with with Yoan, okay. He may be off, especially the way strikeouts are looking, the way those first four games went. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's having a rough start to the year, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Something to keep in mind is that he's been very solid defensively, and if you look, if you look yep. at his, <laughs> if you look at his OPS plus, um, as well as his weighted runs created, he's at league average basically. He's a little over league average in weighted runs created, and he is. Just he's at 99 OPS plus. So I, and, and that things are going to come around. Things are yeah. going to come around. And that's basement level for him. You know, like for sure. this, this is pretty much the worst it's going to get because he's, you know, an, he had an 0 for 5 game with 5Ks. Like that's that's literally the worst it's going to get. So with the fact that you can count on him at third when you cannot count on literally anyone else in the goddamn ballpark right now. Yeah, you're gonna take that, you know. <laughs> like, Absolutely. K K rate right now, thirty seven point five percent, and that's no, not gonna I, happen. That's no, not gonna that's, happen all year. It's not gonna happen all year. What's the thing that people say about Babip? Oh, that's not fucking sustainable. Yeah, thirty seven K rates not sustainable. You're gonna hit Correct. something at some and, point. <laughs> and, and, and his Bab and his Babip right now is three oh eight, which is very sustainable for how hard he hits the ball. Yeah. So, yeah. So all right. well. Tom, should we take a a quick break? And uh, then I'll talk to you a little bit about uh, some fun adventures from Thursday. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've done ourselves a favor and gotten some coffee and had... (laughs) Had a little break, sees, um, and we're feeling good. So, we've now spoken about all of the past games and, you know, past in the past, right? So, we're going to be looking ahead um, after a little bit more back uh, rear view mirror looking. So, we are first going to take, um, well, Steve, why don't, why don't you intro? It is your um, beloved segment, after all, as my phone goes off. Um, hopefully, Hey, I didn't hear it, so... <laughs> It is your brainchild, your beloved segment that uh, the people uh, need more of. So why don't you intro that and then we'll roll into what our futures are looking like. Well, yeah. So obviously, as many know, listeners and, and people that follow, follow myself and, and you know that I went to opening day and it was an absolute blast um, for so many reasons, like uncountable reasons why I loved opening day this year. Um First off, it was my first ever home opener. I've never been to a home opener in my entire life. Of all of these years I've been attending White Sox games, as much as I've been a big fan throughout the years, I've never been to a home opener. So this was super special for me. Go ahead, Tom. You know what I just realized? What? 
You've never been to a home opener either? Well, yes. But more importantly, I hate you now more than ever because of the, the list of games that you've, like historic games that you've been at grows longer. And I hate you for that. You know, you, you, you've been at, like, you were at the um, blackout game, weren't you? You were at the game. Uh, I was not at the blackout game. I was at the last home. The 163 the, game or whatever? I, oh, no, I was at the last home game that the White Sox won in the playoffs in 2008. Yes, so the that, one game they won in the playoffs at home. You saw uh, Tomei's. Um, I saw his 500th. There you go. You saw. Um, a couple other like like I just I feel like there's always like I, I reach back and it's like recent vintage you're missing historic the big one. games. You're missing the big one. Barrett Pierzynski. Oh yeah, fucking I can't believe you're at that game. Yeah. God damn it. It was my first Cup Sox game too. As and an eleven year old. It's just like ridiculous. Like anyway, so your list grows longer. Well, my list is I saw Tyler Saladino walk off a game one time. <laughs> You know, like fuck, man. Like every, and, and Yonder like, Alonso. You saw Yonder Alonso walk one off Yonder too Alonso with me. Walk off. I saw Ta walk off, which is cool. Actually, that one was lit. Um, but I just, man, damn, you're. I hate you for that. Anyway, I'm so sorry I interrupted you for that. But I just need no, to make it's... sure that the people know that you keep seeing these historic games, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I need you to be there. I'm very grateful. Passed out for a game <laughs> sometime that's just that I'm at, and I'm like, ha ha, rub it in one of these days. One of these days, anyway. Indeed. Continue. So, yeah, all that being said, you know, as, as some people know too, I do this segment after every single game called the final five, uh, where I give my final five thoughts at the end of each game. Um, but I wanted to take this segment, you know, this time that you've allotted me, Tom, mm. to to talk about my final five, my top five things that I loved about opening day this year. Okay. I, I love how you're saying that I've allotted you as if I had like this massive notes sheet of like time segments. Oh, we, no, we, we, we all know you did. We all know you did. I, we are firing from the hip today more than we have in a very long time. So <laughs> your, uh, <laughs> your podcast preparation, Tom, is always. Uh, oh, it's next level. A. It is next level. Um, <laughs> Grade A beef, um, like Wellington Castillo. <laughs> I keep interrupting you. Continue. Uh, so that ahead. leads me. That leads me to my first point, and I'm gonna. I'm, I'm ranking these kind of from bottom to top. Okay. Yes. So speaking of my f- first point of these five is I loved opening day be- this year because <laughs> speaking of Wellington Castillo. It felt like a 2017 lineup out there <laughs> with Danny Mendick, with our boy Williams, whose first name I can't even remember. Tom, Why? You, you, keep for, for you keep forgetting. Nick, Nick Williams. Nick Williams. Nick. That's it. He plays for um, your favorite baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> All that being said, it definitely felt like, oh my gosh, like to start the day, one thing that was happening on the White Sox Twitter chat group that I'm a part of is that oh my gosh this lineup is shit like where's andrew vaughn like you know everything's gonna go up in flames yeah right (laughs) um but obviously lance lynn was on the mound so we didn't have to worry point number two another thing that i absolutely loved lance lynn pitched arguably the best opening day 
maybe in uh, probably in ballpark history, maybe even in franchise history. Okay. That was awesome. Nine innings, 11 strikeouts, no walks, complete domination of the Royals. And it's domination of the Royals too, which just makes it so much sweeter, you know, just makes that victory so much sweeter. Right. You know, growing up, I feel like I didn't hate the Royals. I hate the Royals so much now. And it's like, not because they're good. It's <laughs> no, 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 no. It's something about like, mm, mm, I just want Salvador Perez to lose every game ever. Like that's, I, I just need that. I need that for some reason. There's no, but, there's no good reason. Well, I mean the Brad Keller shit and the, you know, like the way that they just treat Tim Anderson for some reason, like I, that's pretty much where right. it all comes from, I think. But like, they're not good enough for me to hate them the way that I hate them. But I hate them. I and just, that's what's I need funny about that's what's funny <laughs> about Salvador Perez too is like he's got a big stick up his butt when it comes to Tim Anderson. Yeah. And the best part about it is Salvador Perez wasn't even behind the plate when he did the bat flip. I know. Like it was Martin Maldonado, which another guy that can go fly off into oblivion, and I don't care. Like I don't know. I don't know, man. Just. Again, so anyway, so <laughs> I literally can't let you get through this final five. I'm sorry. I keep going. <laughs> You're good. Point, um, point number three, I got to meet two new members of White Sox Twitter. I got to meet our boy Sammy Davis Jr. 5000, mm. uh, and I got to meet Alex Rood, uh, guys who obviously I've interacted with online, guys who I've been in Zoom calls with before, um, good dudes, uh, but I actually got to meet them in person, uh, and it's always good to extend your White Sox network. You know, I think that's the one thing that I'm really grateful for, for this podcast, for being on Sox Twitter, being active has gotten to meet a lot of cool people and have a lot of cool experiences. So that's my third point. Yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing. It's fucking like, and it just feels good to know that you can meet people. Like this is a total side note, but Friday at work, I actually wasn't planning on going in, ended up getting called, like not called in, but offered to go in because we were busy as all hell trying to get a case out. And somebody had a birthday in the office and in a different office space. And they were like, hey, you guys want cupcakes and and to chill and have a beer? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) like so we just took a break from work and just stood around socially distanced masks on whatever. Uh, But like and chatted and I met some people and it was cool. And I, I mean, that hasn't happened in for fucking ever. So like, and the fact that you get to do that on the South side in Bridgeport driveways, Steve. Well, and that leads me right to point number two, Tom, I had the most, I've had a very, well, not the most unique probably, but a very unique tailgate experience, you know, like, Obviously, Mm -hmm. the lots are closed right now, which is a big bummer. You know, it would have been great to show up, you know, opening day was supposed to start at three o'clock. It would have been great to show up at one, just get absolutely sloshed and wobby, you know, probably sitting underneath somebody's car roof or a tent because it (laughs) rained. Um, and, And that would have been a great experience in and of itself. But being able to socially distance and hang out with people and new people in Bridgeport, right down canal right just north of the park on canal yeah. um at Sammy Davis Jr's uh parents place uh dad grilled up ribs which were absolutely delicious um i smashed a a, a four pack of uh 
what are the unicorns before the game and That's also good. had uh had another ipa from noon whistle it was just a really really good time really unique time and i, I gotta say this it, it it was unique as well because like it was just like all other than alex uh alex's buddy uh myself and kayla it was all bridgeport people it was all people who were from the neighborhood and it's just very funny to see like those friend groups and, and very like cool to see that friend group like interact with each other and just like bullshit around and you know talk baseball with them and um in addition i got introduced to i'm gonna butcher the pronunciation of it i already know but uh, so, uh i gotta look this up it's known as super sad on the uh on the south side uh soprasata which is a Italian dry salami um, that is literally in Bridgeport. These Italian families curate their own soprasata, or also known as supersad, in their basements. The fuck? <laughs> I know. This is like a time old tradition. Like the neighborhood shares supersad with each other. Like they try each other's out. They all have different recipes. Some are fattier, some are leaner, some are spicier, some not so much. Um, and I got to try John's family's super sod. Um, it was awesome. The heck? <laughs> I know, right? I didn't That's, even tell you about that yet. That is like such a random and cool and funny and unique experience that like people don't get to do that unless if you're crushing beers in in a in a park in a driveway in bridgeport you know like that's it's baseball's back in like in 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 chicago you know it's that's, like you're it's like you're stealing my, hmm. my five points without taking them away without me even telling you tom without even me writing them from you i'm baseball is back the ballpark is open yes. man mm. like yes it is limited capacity yes it might be hard for some people to come and, and and find tickets but i mean shit i went on StubHub the other day um and this is because i had to sell my tuesday and my thursday tickets because i bought all seven games for the homestand yeah um there are tickets there that are around face value i sold yeah. mine for about face value yeah um so go out there if you want to get to the ball game i know it's up in section five whatever but yeah you know, get, get your ass out to the ballpark and enjoy the atmosphere. Uh, and if you don't want to pay for a ticket, then go to one of the neighborhood pubs if you're vaccinated or if you're, you know, yeah. if you're able to keep social distance, you know. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. And you can get a really similar vibe at Cork and Carry, at Buffalo Wings and Rings, at, you know, Shinnix, at uh, Turtles, Turtles, Max. What is it? Jack's Jack's place, Jake's place. Jack's pub pub well, that, that's Jack Jack's is all the way down in like uh that's Chicago Ridge man oh they, yeah, they, yeah they love us the shout out to them <laughs> for always always retweeting our stuff and, yeah uh, so tagging us and stuff but like you can um, get that vibe that like we've been to Mitchell's back. before yeah. Mitchell's too. there like, it is yes they're like so these places can give you that vibe if if you if you can't get in the park so go down there and just enjoy yourself um because again like this is this is that feeling we've been waiting for, I feel like, for forever. And and it stalled out in 2020 because you were like on the precipice and then spring training was just like, nah, we're done here. Um, and it never came back. So I just, man, it's I'm living vicariously through your experience right now, but screw that. 
You don't have to live vicariously much longer. Monday night game. Let's go. I'm so amped for it. I swear to God, I, I literally have been trying not to think about it so that I don't get too excited and forget what the hell I'm doing with my days. Like, I just want to be at a baseball game. And that is pretty much my single-minded focus for this weekend is just like, don't think about anything. Just figure it out. Get the beers ready. Make sure they're in the fridge. And then, like, and that's pretty much the only thing I'm thinking about. Like, I do that's have other right. responsibilities, but it's just like, keep the beer cold for Monday is what I'm doing. Like, that's what my whole life is right now. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, this is, this is going to be our first game for a very long time. It's going to be our first game since I don't even know, probably. I mean, 2019, May, obviously, but May like, or June yeah. of 2019, because I went and traveled Europe at the end of June through yep. July. Um, and I know we didn't get back to a game August or September that yep. year. Yep. Um, so it may be May of 2019, the last time we went to a game together. It's been almost two years. Yeah, no, we and this is this is the shit that we need more of. Um, so we're going to be going to the park. We're going to be uh, probably not making a podcast out of, out of it, but we're going to have like just we're going to be trying to meet up with people and, and shoot the shit and, and, and create content and, and doing doing stuff and, and watching a hell of a game. I think, you know, it's going to be good. Um, the, well, the, the, I was going to say the way the rotation's looking right now, Tom, if, if Cease it got gets, pushed back. Yeah. Cause so if Cease, Cease does go tomorrow you know who's going to be on the mound on monday your ace my ace and so that's that's a big fucking deal i'm going to be honest i might cry if uh if rodan throws a gem i'm I'm, i really hope he does throw a gem because you know who's supposed to go for cleveland oh is it going to be bieber stop yep (laughs) Uh, fucking i hate the cleveland baseball club there's another team that i absolutely you know what it's it's probably just a al central thing isn't it because i hate all of them i hate all these teams i mean when you go when you go bieber mckenzie plesak savale um i it's tough it i you can't go wrong so they have a good team um of pitchers and a horrible horrible position player staff so i think we can i think we can eke them out but yeah all right tom so let's uh let's wrap this thing up we've been on the mic for a little while and uh we should probably uh put a conclusion put uh, wrap the bow and and put it on top here yeah again see we're firing from the hip more now than you you, didn't i say that didn't i say so yes let's let's i'm proud of that analogy that was good that was nice thank Uh, you you're definitely you're a teacher with that turn of phrase, that segue, that segue power. You already um, know. So, yeah. Final thoughts for me. You know, fucking it's just like we didn't talk about it that much. But Yermi Mercedes is literally lighting the world of, of baseball on fire. And that is the coolest thing in the world. Um, this team's good. I, I think that the record isn't that great right now, but like it's four, it's 500. Right. So. It's all uphill from here. I yeah. Guess. And I didn't get a chance to mention that either about the record, you know, obviously got off to a slow start and they were three and four on their West coast trip. Right. The right. Sox have always sucked on the West coast. Every, and I know every Chicago team has sucked on the West coast. For and I reason. know, I know that this team is supposed to be different. I know that this is supposed to be a championship caliber team. And Change I know, the game. Exactly. Yeah. All that, you know, whatever marketing strategy and, and bullshit that the front <laughs> office wants to feed us. But all that being said, it's the beginning of the year. 
of 162 game season. We're back to 162 games. This isn't a 60 game season. We're not, you know, at this point, one seventh of the way through the year, you know, right. This is one tenth of the way through the year. Yeah. Not even one twentieth of the way through the year. Math is is really hard, especially on a Saturday. (laughs) Um, So don't freak out. Like this team has always sucked on the West coast. It's hard to play on the West coast. It's hard to get adjusted to the time change. You know, it, it's, it's kind of a weird way to start the year and it's still kind of a weird year. So all that being said, it's not freak out mode. This team is four and four, but they're better than four and four. We know that they were in every single game. They were leading. Pardon me. They were leading in every single game they lost at one point or another. Right. Think about that. They were in the lead at one point or another. It's it's not a team that's going to just be like. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it is like they're always going to be in games, even when they're behind. They're always in it. And that's exciting. You know, Tony's teams in the past, Tony's, especially his Cardinals teams have traditionally always had really slow starts and then come on late. It's a big thing. Um, The the Jose Abreu effect. Maybe. Um, But think (laughs) of it this way, too. The Yankees, three and four. The Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, three and four. Um, Oakland, two and seven. Yeah, but they might be bad. They they like actually might be bad. Uh, <laughs> San Diego, five and three. Um, Atlanta. Yeah, the Braves are. Yeah, the Braves are. Yeah, they right? were zero and four at one point. Exactly. Yeah. So keep everything in perspective. This isn't a sixty-game season. It's a, for the long haul. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. Yeah. Say that to the Orioles, though. The Orioles started off like five and one or something like that. <laughs> so. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not going to be at the top of their division. I'm sorry. It's yeah. Not happening. So. So, yeah, <laughs> as you said, Tom, it's great to see your mean lighten it up. It's great to see Jose have two grand slams in the first week. Um, it's great to see some guys like Moncada, at least defensively, still, you know, being awesome and you know slowly putting it together on offense it's great to see Yasmani Grandal walking as much as he is um with the his scheduled two... Yasmani Grandal walk it's so yep. good it's with real. his with his 211 batting average and his 444 on base percentage <laughs> those are real numbers right now those are live numbers it's just not real it's literally not real like that's unbelievable I love it I absolutely so, love it so hey thing things are still looking up Okay, things are things are definitely looking up Um, and this team's going to be good, especially once our guy, Tony, gets uh, kind of situated with the talent that he has in his bullpen and figuring out who should go where and what spots. Yep. Yep. yep, 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 yep. Like a little bit more Hendricks, just a little, just to pepper that in a little bit more. At least in high leverage situations. At least uh, once a goddamn week. Like, let's start there. (laughs) Hey, he's 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 had his his two appearances, but at the same time, they've been with four run leads. Yeah. (laughs) So. All right. Well, Tom. In Han, we trust. Spend the money we must. Hey, have a good one, everybody. Get that dub.
doggy so, ramp? What? So this this older lady has this dog who apparently cannot make it up the front porch steps. Oh, sad. so she created a ramp. Oh, I'm I'm not even gonna say she created it. It looks like one of those U-Haul ramps that literally got stolen from a U-Haul. <laughs> And it is propped up against these stairs. Um, so, yeah, the dog uses this as a ramp to go up and down. Even though one day I saw her carry the dog up the stairs. And this isn't a little dog. This is probably like a 60, 70-pound dog. Oof, oof. And I'm like, good lord, lady. And she's walking this dog like six times a day. I don't Retirement must be fun, I guess. This is why I want to Reti- die before 65. Retirement must be fun. This is why I want to die before 65. Dude. Don't say that. You're gonna. I do. You <laughs> only you the said good. That so genuinely. Neil Young. Only the good die young. You already know. That's why you're gonna live to be a hundred. Uh. uh, uh... <laughs> Dick. That was good.